from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm J.B. Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit slash hypergig with details. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Hey, history fans. Here's a rerun for today, brought to you by Tracy V. Wilson. Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Christopher Hasiotis, your host filling in this week for Tracy V. Wilson. Today is December 15th, and Sitting Bull was killed on this day in 1890. Born around 1831, Sitting Bull was a member of the Hunkpapa community. Now that's one of seven distinct Native American groups that make up the Lakota tribe. Family history says that Sitting Bull was born in the Dakota Territory in what's today's southeastern Montana, though you'll also find a lot of references to him being born in what's South Dakota. At the time, though, he wasn't known as Sitting Bull. His childhood name was Jumping Badger, but after an act of bravery in a raid on a crow camp when he was 14 years old, Jumping Badger received the name Tatanka Iotake, or Sitting Bull. Over the next several decades, Sitting Bull, who became a leader, and his people had contact with the white people traveling westward, but As the Lakota lands were further north than most transcontinental routes, it wasn't as constant as with other tribes. But the Hunkpapa and Lakota couldn't avoid the increasing tension between Native Americans and the invading forces of the United States, both military and civilian. By this time, Sitting Bull had become a political, military, and spiritual leader of his people. Over the years, he grew cognizant of the reality of the invasion and conquest. He learned of conditions and reservations from other tribal leaders, for instance. 
and he continually warned his followers that were their people to survive as free Indians, their fates would be intrinsically tied to that of the bison that populated North America. And those bison were such a valuable resource to many Native people. So Sitting Bull led guerrilla attacks over the years and was involved in a number of notable conflicts, from the Battle of Kildeer Mountain to Red Cloud's War, and from the Great Sioux War to the Battle of Little Bighorn. Now that famed battle is when Custer's 7th Cavalry attacked Cheyenne and Lakota encampments near the Little Bighorn River, which to the Lakota was known as the Greasy Grass River. But more than 2,000 warriors were following Sitting Bull at that point, and they overwhelmed the attackers and successfully defended themselves. The U.S. public reacted with shock at Custer's defeat, considering it a massacre, and thousands of soldiers were sent to fight the Lakota tribes. Sitting Bull eventually surrendered six years later on July 19, 1881. And over the last decade of his life, he served time as a prisoner of war and was eventually housed at the Standing Rock Reservation in South Dakota. He was allowed to leave to tour with Buffalo Bill Cody's Buffalo Bill's Wild West show. Sitting Bull met and befriended Annie Oakley, he posed for pictures, he signed autographs, and the money that he raised doing that, he is said to have often given away to beggars and homeless people he encountered. He also became involved in the ghost dance spiritual movement, and this became pivotal in what ended up becoming Sitting Bull's end. After returning to Standing Rock, he eventually died on December 15, 1890. And what happened is, a government representative named James McLaughlin was afraid that Sitting Bull was planning to leave the reservation with the ghost dancers, and ordered him arrested by reservation police. Around 5.30 a.m. on December 15th, a number of police officers led by Lieutenant Henry Bullhead and four volunteers surrounded Sitting Bull's house and tried to arrest him. Sitting Bull and his wife delayed the arrest as his followers gathered, and when police ordered Sitting Bull atop a horse, he resisted, and the police responded with force. A Lakota warrior named Catch the Bear fired a rifle at Lieutenant Bullhead, who then fired his pistol at Sitting Bull. Another policeman fired at Sitting Bull as well, the Lakota leader was struck in the chest and head and died soon thereafter. A fight broke out, and in total, 16 people died. Eight policemen, eight tribesmen. Sitting Bull's body was taken to Fort Yates and buried nearby, but in 1953, family members exhumed what they believed to be his remains and buried them near what then was believed to be his birthplace in South Dakota. A number of monuments to Sitting Bull now exist across the United States. Thanks to Casey Pegram and Chandler Mays for their audio work on this show, you can subscribe to This Day in History class on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever else you like to find your podcasts. Please come back for our next episode, where we'll discuss a notable get-together on a boat. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, or even a a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit mortonbuildings.com and start your construction process. With superior materials, craftsmanship, best-in-class warranty, Morton Buildings are made to last for generations. At Morton, the difference is in the details. From their cutting-edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field, they are dedicated to surpassing expectations. Their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years, and Morton Buildings is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit mortonbuildings.com to get started today.